Welcome back. This is episode seven of this podcast. Sounds exhausting. I'm Sarah Austin. I'm Vanessa Tyler. Today, we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about. Well, the primary subject is going to be psychics and mediums, and the secondary one is how badly I can annoy you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we actually pretty much agree on this topic we sure do yeah so we're just gonna go back and forth on it you talk a little bit i talk a little bit you talk a lot of bit i talk a little bit yeah there shouldn't be there shouldn't be a lot yeah shouldn't be a lot to argue about because i think i think we're as much as i love accepting wait let me make a prediction about Uh what you're about to say Mm -hmm. as much as you love accepting uh-huh. Hold on, let me have a dead person help me out with this. <laughs> <laughs> let me talk to them really. Stare into my eyes. As much. Why do I have to stare into your eyes? I need to that's how you'll read my thoughts. No, that no, you'll know I'm lying. Oh. That's why psychics look at the ground. Okay, oh. hold on. As much as you like accepting people and the things <laughs> they believe in and things. No. No. <laughs> hold on. Is it a D? David? <laughs> Jim. Jim. James. Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> no, what I was gonna say is that as much as I love like the possibility of possibility and ghosts yeah. and oh ghosts and you know, like all this stuff. I love talking about it. Oh, that's my second idea. I just didn't Oh know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what you were gonna say, right? Right. As much as you believe in all that, you draw the line at uh predatory behavior. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to open it up with, uh, so you're saying aliens are real, psychics are not. No, go ahead. Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Ghosts are real, but no one can talk to them. I'm I'm not a hundred percent on ghosts. I'm a hundred percent on ghosting you. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) I'm not a hundred percent on ghosts. I'm a hundred percent, 150 percent on aliens. All right. Um, I do not believe in uh, psychics, mediums, all that kind of shit. Clairvoyance? Clairvoyance. No. Telepathy? No. Yeah. No. How do you explain when I know what you're going to say or when we're both saying the same thing in Messenger and we send it at the same time? Group psychosis. Mm. <laughs> it's got to be coincidence <laughs> and we're close friends. But okay. If you just want to sum us up as that, I'm cool. What a group we have. There's the two of us. Just the two of us. <laughs> us against the world. So you're going to tell people what psychics are in case they don't know? <laughs> in case you don't know. I'm going to give you a little <laughs> bit of backstory, okay? Like I said, you probably, like I say this in every episode, you probably already know about this topic, but now you get to hear my voice tell you about it. What, what about my voice? Well, I, I just am saying every time I'm going to talk about something, it's like, mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like everybody already knows about it. No, it's fine. Welcome to the Sarah Austin podcast. Go ahead. You know, and my voice probably sounds really annoying right now because I've had, it's only Thursday. I've had a very long week. <laughs> Literally, my week has been just kids vomiting everywhere, <laughs> all over my fucking house. 
my oldest son had sex education all week. So I've had hours of actually really good conversations with my son. That's good. Um, but he's 12. Very mature, though. But that does not mean that it was not just fucking exhausting. Dreadful. So let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. Uh-huh. A psychic is a person who uh, claims to use extrasensory perception, or as most of us know it, ESP, to identify information hidden from the normal senses, particularly involving telepathy or clairvoyance. Please. Or someone who performs acts that are, are inexplicable by natural laws like levitation and moving things across the table without touching them, stuff like that. So my understanding, mm-hmm. wait, then I'm a clairvoyant because I can like bring a girl to full orgasm without touching her just by being in the same room. Can you? Absolutely. Do you want to try? I will give you a million dollars. (laughs) (laughs) This is my million dollar challenge for you. Well, have you ever heard of phone sex? That's not, no, that is not the (laughs) same thing. Oh, okay. Mm -mm. I see what you mean. They can't touch themselves. They just exactly. I could probably do that. Okay. Are you feeling anything right now? (laughs) Not (laughs) at all. Incredibly annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. But Um, I say my understanding of clairvoyance, basically, from what I read, is that they're they're like psychics on steroids. They mm -hmm. can kind of do what psychics do, but they're like you know, they could go into a house and know the fucking aura of the house. Yeah, they remind me a lot of. It's kind of confusing because you have like psychics, psychics, clairvoyance. Um, then you have mediums or mediumship, which is the practice of mediating communication between spirits of the dead and living human beings. Is so there pra- a parapsychologist present in case the spirit <laughs> that passed on is having mental issues? Probably a vampireologist. <laughs> no. <laughs> Doctor uh, Professor is what I'm preparing to. Right, right. Oh, okay. Uh practitioners of mediumship are known as mediums creative um mediumship gained popularity in the 19th century when ouija boards were used by the upper classes as source of entertainment which sounds like a bitchin party (laughs) like if i was alive in the 19th century i would be that upper class entertainer Mm -hmm. with a fucking ouija board um right off the bat The scientific consensus is that there is no proof of the existence of such powers. And the scientific consensus describes the practice as pseudoscience. It is. Meaning not real science. Thank you. Um, So there's many different types of psychics. Some are uh, theatrical performers like magicians who use things like cold reading and hot reading to produce the appearance of psychic abilities purely for entertainment purposes. And I think we can both agree that we take no issue with these people. And then I wrote, unless we don't, then let's fight about it. (laughs) <laughs> you mean people that are just not charging people and they're just having fun like magicians like people who you know you're going in there full well knowing that what they're doing isn't real mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know it's mm-hmm. it's entertainment mm-hmm. they're not telling you you're dead you know 
your dead ones are talking to you or anything like that. They're doing things like cold reading, like reading your mind and making things move, things like that. It's strictly for entertainment, like magicians. I'm sorry. Did you say my dead ones? No, I just think they're not talking to you. Like they're not saying, hey, we, all your dead people are here and they want to say hi to you. That's very not- insensitive. I'm sorry. <laughs> my dead loved ones. I'm sorry. It's my dead ones. I've got people that hated you and I've got people that loved you here. Right. They're all your dead ones. And they all want to fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That's my family. Go ahead. But we can agree, right? We don't really take issue. Sure, illusionist people. magicians. Sure. Yeah. I think the individual can take that too far. And I don't think that's the magician's fault when they're just trying to entertain. Right. Like Penn and Teller, they do things like cold reading and stuff like that, but they're very upfront about the fact that anybody could do it. It's yeah. a learned skill. That's why they do it. To yeah. show you anyone can do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, then there is the large industry of so-called psychics who provide, quote, unquote, counsel to clients. Uh, some of these famous, famous psychics would be John Edward, Sylvia Brown, Yuri Geller, Chip Coffey. Huh? Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo, Tyler Henry, and of course, my favorite, Lisa no. Pluto. <laughs> The Long Island medium. I hate her so much. I know. She is, as a cosmetology student, she is my worst fucking nightmare. (laughs) She's your let me see your manager nightmare. The hair, the nails, the makeup, the tanner, everything about her just screams at my brain. I can't. I would be cool with Long Island conceding from the United States. Sweet. (laughs) Sorry, Long Island. We're talking about. Snooky. Please direct your hate mail to Vanessa at this podcast sounds exhausting at gmail.com. Talking about what are those people from the real world? Yeah. Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Oh, wait, that's not Long Island. Okay, Jersey and. Is it Long not Island. Long Island? I'm not a geography major. Thank you. Oh, good. Maybe someone can tell us. Nor do I have a basic education. <laughs> <laughs> thank I you. do, and I don't know. Yeah, thank uh, you. We then have people who claim to be psychic detectives. So these are people who investigate crimes by using their so-called abilities. And you get a lot of these people when there are like missing children and stuff. And while I want to believe these people truly believe they're helping, what they normally end up doing is sending the police on wild goose chases and harassing the family and loved ones of the victim. So fuck them. Um, then we have psychic archaeologists who do stop. Things- <laughs> they do stop things- the show. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> they do things. Like- it gets worse. Okay, they do things like dowsing, channeling, and remote viewing to locate sites for archaeological digs or describe the context of artifacts. Basically, they're psychic detectives of the actual earth. So some asshole goes on Google, figures out where some shit used to be, yeah. and then just picks a random spot and says, it's because I'm psychic. Mm-hmm. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And then, of course, we have uh, psychic surgeons. No. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> no. Which, under its Wikipedia page, Jesus. is called a pseudoscientific medical fraud. <laughs> In which the practitioner creates the illusion of performing surgery with uh, his or her bare hands and uses trickery, fake blood, and animal parts. Oh, to- I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 
to convince the patient that the disease, uh, the diseased uh, lesions have been removed and that the lesion has spontaneously healed. Yeah, I've seen that where they like put their hand in your stomach and make it seem mm-hmm. like they're pulling something out. Yep. And then isn't that, isn't this along the lines of that where they take an egg and put it all around you and they crack the egg and it's black, but it was black the whole time? Probably. I yeah. think that's more, uh, I don't know that that's technically psychic surgery, but it is a type of like clairvoyance type thing, I think. It's a type of bullshit. That's for sure. Um, the American Cancer Society and the British Columbia Cancer Agency and the Federal Trade Commission strongly urges individuals who are ill not to seek treatment by a psychic surgeon. I just thought I would put that out there for anybody listening. Well, listen, here's the big deal. You want to go do your holistic bullshit, go do your holistic bullshit. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should tell anyone else to do it because really they should be seeking a professional, a doctor. Right. And if you're going to do your holistic bullshit, I'm just saying, go see a real doctor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And don't go see a real doctor and have that real doctor give you real antibiotics and like real shit to help you heal Mm -hmm. and then heal and then say, oh, my holistic person cured me. Yeah. Please don't do that. Well, I also don't think that psychic surgery would fall under the category of holistic, but I get what you're saying. Well, it's just a general thing where there's a line where it goes from no harm to harm. Yes. And someone just goes to a psychic surgeon and then they completely ignore a real surgeon. They they completely leave their life up to chance when you just don't have to do that. You don't have to do that Mm -mm. anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you don't. If you're diabetic, are you going to have a psychic uh, insulin or are you going to get some real insulin? Right. This practice isn't as common um, in the U.S. or the U.K. anymore, um, which I I think is a good thing. Because of medical advancements. Yeah. And availability to medicine, even though we have a lot of work to do here. Yeah, no shit. But other places, yeah, that's why voodoo doctors and all that crap is still going because Mm -hmm. sometimes it's all they got. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, not to get too much into it, but um, I want to say that voodoo is more of a religious practice rather than a psychic practice, but I don't know enough about it to try and correct you. You knew enough to correct me. (laughs) You're an expert. I'm just throwing it out there that I think there's a distinction between it, but I'm not 100%. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so while things like astrology and fortune telling date all the way back to ancient times, it wasn't until about the mid 19th century that modern spiritualism became prominent in the U.S. and the U.K. Um, the distinguishing feature of this movement being the belief that the spirits of the dead could be contacted by mediums or psychics. Uh, one dude named Daniel Douglas Holm gained uh, fame in the Victorian period for his reported ability to levitate and speak to the dead. So this is when things started to get pretty popular. Um, In 1875, the Theosophical Society was founded, which uh, coupled spiritualism elements with Eastern mysticism. It would later influence the New Age movement during the 1970s, especially here in the U.S., um, things like psychic readings and advertising uh, for such readings have been popular from the 1960s on. 
where readings are offered for a fee and given over the phone or at home or at events or, you know, all those little like psychic shops you happen to see in every town. Well, they have tarot or angel card readers and psychics or whatever at the new age stores yeah all the time just sitting yeah. there yep like a well, scorpion waiting to for a cricket to pass by so he can sting it exactly eat. yeah any crystal candle shop you see they're gonna be there um it was funny because i had to do like a lot of google searches right so anytime you google anything about psychics you get like a hundred mm-hmm. things about who you can contact for a psychic. So I just wrote down a couple that I thought were fun. Um, 10bestpsychicreaders.com, California Psychics, Psychic Center, Psychic Source, Meet Your Psychic, Keen Psychic, and PsychicStars.com, which has, Why are you a special, plugging them? has a special offer of 15 minutes for just $10. Cause do you uh, hear how ridiculous they sound? If anybody's listening to this and then they call a psychic, that's your own bullshit. Uh, what am I supposed to do for you? Obviously, nothing I say means anything to you, and you hate me. <laughs> so go away. Get used to it, guys. She's <laughs> talked to me like this for uh, 17 years. Now she gets her way. Good for you. <laughs> I just thought they were funny. Keenpsychic.com. Like, what? This, this is like the worst creativity. Got a main subcategory, by the way. What? Animal psychics. Oh, fuck me. I would rather see a fucking psychic surgeon than talk to, come talk to my fucking Listen, animals. I love them. I know what my animals are thinking. They barely like me. Okay. Listen, I get it. I like them because when they're on TV shows, uh, I like them because I could fuck with them the same way people do and just bring them the most ridiculous animal. Yeah. Bring them your like, fucking please bird. Me, please tell me why my iguana just sits around in the lamp yeah. all day. Yeah. Because he's a fucking iguana. Mm-hmm. Or a chicken. Yep. Or uh, what do they call them? Whisperers. Animals. But they, there's people that straight up say psychic. Animal yeah. psychic. Yeah. I believe there up. was even an Animal Planet show about this. Bring them like a lion or a bear. See what happens. I, it's, it's probably happened. Listen, that bitch who got attacked by that jaguar was definitely not an animal psychic absolutely not she was how not cool though if no just signs at all yeah, how cool like if you get a brain injury and you become psychic after you get attacked by a jaguar boom you're an animal psychic you have a mind of a jaguar <laughs> no you're just an animal <laughs> oh. psychic you just know <laughs> all animals want to attack you the moment you cross a barrier to take yeah, a no shit um a survey of the beliefs of the general United States population about paranormal topics was conducted by the Gallup organization back in 2005. Um, the survey found that 41% of those polled believed in extrasensory oh. perception and 26... 26- oh, my whole thing. What are you talking about? I wanted to ask you how many Americans believe in this bullshit. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you. 26% believed in clairvoyance. And 31% of those surveyed indicated that they believe in telepathy or psychic communication. We need to stop talking about anal and stuff before our shows and actually talk about what we're going to talk about. Because I was going to lead right into that. How many Americans do you think believe in this bullshit? Four in ten. Aw, I already told you. I know you know everything. Okay, I know one. Yeah. 17%. No, it's 20 Something you percent. No, an obnoxious amount of people believe in haunted houses. Mm-hmm. 
like that houses can be haunted. Oh, I know what 17% was. They believe they've seen or experienced a ghost. Mm. It doesn't really have to do with psychics. No, it no. doesn't. Thank you. That's why I didn't include it, but it's, oh. you know, I'm reaching now. I got to have something to say <laughs> at this point. Anything else? Uh, yes. Go ahead. Uh, it's a popular belief that psychic ability is hereditary and passed down. Um, but then there's also the belief that anyone can be psychic. You just have to activate or enhance your psychic ability through studies and techniques like meditation. And like of course, paying me to right. teach you how to do it. Of course, buy a couple books that are being hawked on Amazon or join up with one of the many online websites that claim to have instructions of how you yourself can unlock your psychic abilities. Genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, numerous tests have been done throughout the years and they all are like really interesting, but way too much to go like into full detail about. You can look them up for yourselves. Thank you. Uh, basically the consensus is that any psychic phenomenon can be attributed to non-paranormal techniques such as cold reading, hot reading, and of course, self-delusion. Thank you. Well. That's the show because I got nothing left, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Fuck me. Didn't see that coming. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Was that all you had for yeah. right now? For right now. Okay. So it is the end of the show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have things. Okay, good. All right, cool. Uh, you already know that one and two and a half. By the way, I did the math for everybody. Thank what, God, because I sure as fuck wasn't. One and two and a half. So whatever half person between the two of us believes in this, you can go. Kaden. Oh, <laughs> Kaden can believe in whatever you Aww. want. Kaden's um, <laughs> the best. Why do we drink milk? <laughs> I got chewed out for that one. Adam ruins everything. <laughs> I ruined that one, though. I talked uh -huh. to him about it in the truck. <laughs> oh, no. Good times. All Corrupting right. my son. Waking your son. All right. Um, so I looked up some statistics on who believe in psychics like you did. Mm -hmm. And you are more likely, if you believe in psychics, you are more likely, just on statistics, not because I'm stereotyping you, you're more likely to be non-white, mm -hmm. female, mm -hmm. raised or exposed to Catholicism, Ooh. and unmarried. A lot <laughs> of single people getting into this, but you know what? That makes sense. Don't a lot of women who go to oh, psychics awesome. care about love? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, you're also likely to identify as religious. So yeah, yeah. that makes but, sense. But check this out: you're more likely to identify as religious, but you don't go to church regularly, and you lack a college degree. <laughs> more likely. <laughs> more. I'm just saying, more likely. Don't laugh at people, Sarah. That'd be nice. If any of you feel personally called out right now, <laughs> you might and you believe in this, don't, if you do, don't fall victim of confirmation bias. Don't turn this off. Right. Please just keep right. listening. Right. Cause if it's legit, what's, what's, what are you worried about? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Sarah, how much money do you think psychic industry makes in a year? 7 million. 2.2 billion dollars. Shut the fuck up. That's not a lie. That makes sense because now every time I turn on the TV, there's some fucking new psychic show. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. there's like a hundred different shows about psychics. Yep. Mediums or some, you know, something along those lines. You're right. 
And Howard Stern talked about this, and you know what he pointed out? Hmm. It's about their fucking lives, not even about their abilities. He's like, I don't fucking care what Teresa yeah. Caputo yeah. nails are getting done this Friday. God, I do, because they are terrible. <laughs> He's like, I don't care about anything she does, but I definitely don't care about that. Ugh, I want to fix them so bad. So, uh, uh, as Sarah was alluding to, psychics make predictions and other bullshit. Clairvoyants mm-hmm. do the same, but more. I'm really just summing it up here, aren't I? <laughs> Mediums communicate with the dead. Okay, yep. you got psychic animals and all that bullshit. Let's just focus on those who prey on each other, human beings, right? Okay. Um, oh, and psychics tend to be more cheaper than mediums. Um, and psychics are normally going to be for people just looking for any type of comfort, a friendly conversation, and reassurances, right? Mm-hmm. So you're more likely to go to a psychic first before you go to a medium. Do you understand okay. what I'm saying? Right. You get a feel it for it with the psychic, money. and then you want something a little deeper. Yes, the mediums charge the most for their readings, and obviously, and to me, it's obvious why because their their buyer is their victim. Really, is more likely to be desperate. Yeah, yeah, they've lost somebody. Yeah, yeah, because they're wanting to talk to somebody who's died. Um, You also talked about how psychics are psychic detectives that inundate these people with missing (laughs) children or family members. Oh, it pisses me off so bad. This is the worst one for me. Yeah, they had a couple I watched a, a video on that said they were inundated with calls and one of the psychics told the mom with the missing child, I will find your child in three days. So Jesus. what is a mother to do? Right. Right. When you hear someone so confidently say something like yeah. that. This is and real you're life. So desperate. This is real. This isn't a fucking movie. No. This person's kid is fucking missing. Yep. And then some the asshole worst calls thing them. That could happen to you has happened. Right. Now someone's saying straight face yep i can do this three confidently with a number like three days yep fuck me yeah and sometimes they want money and sometimes if it's well publicized or just take the publicity right no i hate it i'm already angry i know so sarah how are we so gullible to this bullshit as human beings i would say grief is probably the biggest driving force with science being out there showing us things Mm-hmm. and letting us know how to figure out if something's true or not mm-hmm. right we still fucking share i don't but we st- i still see people sharing you know for a free disney cruise i know <laughs> or facebook that- is deleting all accounts if you don't copy and paste oh my god or that shaquille o'neal is giving away forty thousand dollars <laughs> and what do they say what can it hurt yep what can it hurt want just on the chance it's real i i will give you a list of how it can hurt yeah will you take it down yeah you perpetuate a behavior that doesn't research things yeah number one number two it could be a scam yeah it could be being taken advantage of and if somebody else who is more gullible than you okay less capable of critical thinking not in a judgmental way right right albert einstein said judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree it'll grow up thinking it's stupid yeah i believe in that so i'm not judging people here but they're less capable of critical thinking than you and you decide fuck critical thinking i'll just share it what if it's true then other people that perpetuates their likelihood of being taken advantage of maybe they do the same thing and they get contacted that they won and they think well my friend is pretty smart and they shared it and this person just needs my credit card number and i get the cruise see what i mean were you gonna um it's far-fetched but right were you gonna talk about amanda barry at all yes can i get sarah well, I was gonna bring. I was gonna say something about it right now, but I don't want to. I don't want to steal any more of your thunder. 
So I'll let you continue. Sarah! <laughs> mm. I didn't ruin anything. Are I'm you a psychic? Very. <laughs> I'm just using my psychic ability. You know everything I'm going to talk about. You're mad at me for it. And I'm not even charging you. Listen, this is what happened when we're both talking about things we agree about. That That's we true. Don't talk about. This is just going to happen. I'm yeah. okay with it. I'll All just right. yell at you every single time. Thank you. All right. So we're so gullible uh, because, number one, humans want to believe in something bigger than themselves. Um, morality is hard to accept. Yeah. Uh, and when death is sudden, uh, why wouldn't you be desperate for a message? Right. Right. Um, and when you're feeling vulnerable, lonely, scared, maybe you just got out of a bad relationship and you don't have a lot of people that you trust to talk to or whatever, we need human connection. We need, we need that. Yes. So I think that's a big part of it, right? Yes. Yeah. And then medium stuff, you're right. It's going to be a state of grief and desperation. Um, and when you're in a state of grief or desperation or troubled times and all that, you're likely to accept anything uh, that'll make you feel better. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Anything that'll make you feel better. Think about it, right? When do people take their first drink of alcohol or their first use of a drug? sometimes it's when they're at their lowest and they just want to feel better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's reckless behavior is associated with when you're feeling that way. So that could be other things besides drugs and alcohol. They've listed uh, risky sex where you just yeah. go out and fuck strangers and put yourself in dangerous situations. You suddenly aren't caring for yourself, whether it's your mental state, your emotional state, your physical self, mm -hmm. you're, you're just not doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? People, when they're struggling with things mentally at, uh, or personally at home, their professional lives are affected. They're not as reliable. They're not as effective at work. And we're usually going to work and making sure we're on time. We're not self-sabotaging because we want to preserve our livelihood, right? So it kind of all makes sense when you think about it like that. Um, <clears throat> you said a few things that now I have to go into. So you talked about self-delusion. Just that, yeah, that it's so, yeah. Go ahead. No, just that it was one of the reasons or one of the ways right. psychics operate is through self delusion. That's right. So, basically, what I've gathered from self illusion from some professionals, psychologists, and such people with degrees and all that bullshit. Um, Not yeah. us. <laughs> people with self-delusions tend to be hostile, lack social skills, appear to have anxiety and moody. Their friends explain them as the same manner. But here's the deal, what they say. You're supposed to feel good about yourself. It's when you take it too far uh, that it becomes an issue. Um, quote, positive self-esteem is good, but the context, has, the context has to be based on reality. Knowing that imperfections exist is the first step in improving yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, though I believe in self-accountability above all else, meaning just blaming others. Yeah. Right. Um, we're not completely to blame, especially considering that when we turn to these fakes, we are in a desperate, vulnerable state, usually. Mm -hmm. Or an uneasy state, an uncertain state. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you don't have anybody else to turn to. Um, even though I believe in that self-accountability and discipline because of the predatory behavior I've seen in psychics and mediums and all that, I think that they're not solely accountable, but wholly, mostly, mm -hmm. right? Would you agree? Yes. 
And psychics and mediums have plenty of techniques that they use to sink their teeth into you during these times. They literally uh, employ these techniques to exploit you and your vulnerabilities. Yes. <laughs> um, and they charge you for it mm -hmm. on top of that. So, which is also a terrible thing to do. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned one of them, cold readings. Cold reading. You, you want wanna, me to tell you a little bit about it? Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about cold readings? Yeah. Uh, one of the techniques they use? Yeah. Cold reading is probably the most popular method uh, when it comes to like psychics, mediums, fortune tellers and, and a group other scam artists yes and a group well i mean mostly in a group um but cold reading can be done on just one individual um it, it's it's basically implying that they know much more about you through their reading than they actually do um mm -hmm. so without prior knowledge a practiced cold reader this is a skill it is a skill set to be a cold reader and it is something that is practiced and practiced and finally um what's the word i'm looking for uh uh becomes a, a profession oh you know what I mean? yeah you become so good at it you're a professional yeah. bullshitter um so they can quickly obtain information about you by analyzing your body language your age your clothing fashion hairstyle gender sexual orientation your religion your ethnicity your matter of speech etc um they're they basically all they're basically all just high probability guesses that's mm -hmm. all they're doing all right is guessing based on how you how you look how you talk the way you stand it's a lot of body language um and then they can quickly pick up on your body language as to whether or not they're headed in the right direction or not and they have the ability to quickly move on from missed guesses yes. like you you hardly even remember when, when they've gotten something completely wrong because they're very good at misdirection and and completely going in another direction um so this, uh, oh my gosh, they have the ability to, to move quickly on from misguessing. So an example of cold reading then mm -hmm. is when they see you with the cross necklace. They might have some thing to tell you about your relative that's religiously. Exactly. You see what I mean? They're observant yeah. almost in a way. They exploit literally everything they can see about you right there on the spot. Yes. Your age, your ethnicity, your gender. Mm -hmm. you see what i mean yeah they look at who you've come with right you're 40 you know. so you probably lost a dad or a grandfather exactly right you're wearing a wedding ring but no one's here with you mm -hmm. probably a widow yep uh this mixed with the barnum effect uh leads people to believe that the psychic has actual abilities and so i thought the barnum effect i, I hadn't heard of that so i looked that up and um the barnum effect is a common psychological phenomenon whereby people tend to accept vague general personality descriptions as uniquely applicable to themselves <laughs> and uh the name references the the uh the circus guy phineas taylor barnum um who had a major reputation as a master psychological manipulator um yeah so cold reading is just like it sounds yeah you're just taking someone basically at face value and making a bunch of high probability guesses and then based on how that person is reacting you that sure. then the cold reader knows okay i'm on the right track or i need to switch gears here sure another thing that's similar to cold reading that they do 
in group settings is called shotgunning. So they're just shot out of a cannon. You'll mm. see this a lot. I'm getting a D and then nothing. Yeah. <laughs> David, Darnell, yeah. Dominic, Don, yeah. Donald. Maybe it's an E if you're still not getting anything. <laughs> right. initials. I remember Psychic was like, D for David and da-da-da. And then no one was saying it. She's like, for me, selfish bitch. For me, it's like initials. Like D L and D M and it was ridiculous. I was but watching just, a I was shoot for it and wait yeah. for someone to bite. I was watching a video today uh, where it was that it was a psychic doing that thing, right? And then she finally got somebody guessed a couple of things, whatever. At the end of it, um, James Randy, who we might talk about later, he comes out and he asks the guy who who she finally ended up on did you think that was a good reading? Did you think it was applicable, applicable to you? Um, and he said, yeah, you know, absolutely. And he's like, do you realize that she read 37 names to you before you picked one that was applicable, applicable to you? It's and called confirmation like, bias. Yeah. Ignore the 36. He wrong. ignored the 30. He read James Randi reads 37 names that she said before he was finally like, oh yeah, that works. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody I mean? thinks about that. Yeah. Because yeah, we're desperate. It was crazy. And stupid sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm stupid. Yeah. That bond you know effect, I mean? man. Everyone wants to be special. Listen, <laughs> not everybody is to no. everyone. Right. You just to the people, to your people. Yeah. Know what I mean? Have some people. Mm-hmm. You don't need a psychic. I don't need a psychic. Sarah's pretty good at guessing That's right away. Right. I'm Sarah, a mom, which is kind of like being a psychic. <laughs> Sarah, I don't, I don't know if I want to put something in my girlfriend's butt. You don't. Done. <laughs> you didn't have to turn a card or shuffle a deck. They say dick. I meant deck. <laughs> that wasn't my advice. She just goes, you don't. <laughs> you, I said, you either do or you don't. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> And it made sense. Either one is okay. (laughs) I actually, now that I'm thinking about it. No. Listen. No. When your girlfriend's hot enough, she says she wants to do something and she'll like it, I'll probably do it. But then I think about like ridiculous things, but I feel like she wouldn't like it. She'd just be setting me up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'd really like it if you put a dick on your forehead and be like a unicorn. A chindo. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that from Reno 911? (laughs) <laughs> this is not my best moment. Okay. <laughs> He's stuck in the doll or whatever. We're oh, off track. Moving <laughs> on. So next to cold reading is going to be hot reading. It's the same as cold, except for they've done research. So you, mm. what you don't know about a lot of shit you see in these groups is they oh. actually make you fill out some shit before. Prayer cards. Have, right. But they also have plants that are there oh, during, yeah. the, during the congregating where everyone's visiting and doing that. They have plants. Mm-hmm. So... Um, sorry to bust your bubble. It's true. It's been proven. Yep. You can go watch YouTube for, you know, James Randy. famous, yeah, psychics who've been debunked. Yep. Um, one guy even had a damn earpiece in and his wife was reading him. That was, shit. that was James Randy who, uh, right. put radio scanners in that building. Yeah. And busted the fucking preacher's wife. Right. Feeding him the information from the prayer cards. That he's then just pumping out to people under the illusion right. that this is a psychic ability. Right. It is fucking infuriating. That's why I just... I he don't filed know. for bankruptcy and got a divorce and all that, so... 
good riddance. <laughs> That's why I don't know about how they, some people suspect that a small percentage are actively praying while a larger percentage believe their own bullshit. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think. I know. I, I know. It's a, it's a tough call. They're helping is what yeah. I think. I think they believe that they're helping somebody and that they can't see the damage through all the money they're making. Right. But listen, I, I don't go sneakers. I try not to go too far into shit that I don't have research on. It's just opinion. But anyways, fucking psychics. Oh, and by the way, if you've had an actual psychic experience, you are just that guy ignoring the 36 other names. Yep. If you do you understand what I'm saying? You I do. Do this enough, you're going to hit gold. I yeah. know this. Yeah. I know this for a fact. You're going to eventually hit gold just by fucking the way statistics work. Mm-hmm. It's eventually someone's going to do something. But I'll tell you what they haven't done. They haven't been able to guess the word, the secret word, and then the person passes. And then, like, the couple was really interested in this stuff. And then that widow would go to the psychic and say, What's the word? That has never happened. It's nope. never been confirmed to have happened. So, I mean, and why why can't dead people tell you the psychic who the fuck murdered you? Yeah, you like some that? unwritten undead work. Like, why aren't we solving countless unsolved murders? Yeah, by pointing yeah. us in the right direction. Right. Who murdered you? <laughs> I'd rather Caputo. not say. <laughs> Teresa Caputo. Why can't you do this? Why yeah. can't you just say that? I don't. I can only I don't do, do what the spirit allows me to. I believe that I can only do things that help with the healing. Mm-hmm. Bitch. That if would I help. Who healed my loved one, that would help. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. cowards. Cop outs. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, I'm annoying. <laughs> or I'm annoyed, I should I'm say. I'm annoyed. I'm so annoying, <laughs> but I'm also annoyed. <laughs> All right. So you would agree this is actively preying on people, mm-hmm. though. Right, so Amanda Berry, you brought up, you brought up everything. I'm, I'm so. I'm so Are you annoyed? annoyed? I'm annoying. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say when I'm annoyed with everybody. I'm annoying. I'm annoying. I'll just be like, yeah, you are. <laughs> so Amanda Berry, this is a true story. Obviously, you probably heard about Amanda Berry, but long story short, she was kidnapped, tortured, kept as a sex slave for many years. Yeah. From a young age, right? Yeah, I think she was held by ariel castro i want to say it was over 10 years maybe even 12 with again, I, with several other women and again i want to reiterate this isn't a movie this really fucking happened to somebody yeah. that is 10 years of their life that's what they experienced yes. i can't even imagine it but amanda berry's pretty well together considering from yeah. what i've seen so yeah. anyways she's allowed to watch tv at this fucking guy ariel castro's house Oh, I know. She watches Montel Williams. And let me tell you something. That is cruel and unusual punishment. Mm-hmm. They added that as a charge. Let her watch something good. Mm-hmm. But she watches Montel Williams when it was still on. Okay, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> Look them up. Fucking damn it. We're old, Sarah. I know. It's just a talk show. That's all it is. It's just an old school it talk show, old but talk it's not show. good like the current ones are. They, they would do bullshit. Maury straight up had a full episode dedicated which is during the montel williams times maury mm-hmm. was also he had a whole episode dedicated to is this person born a man or a woman where i question my sexuality because i'd say that's definitely a woman she's very attractive and then no it was not she was born a man 
Okay. And how was that a whole fucking one hour episode? Like, it's I don't know. Our fucking business to begin with. Well, he's very progressive, though, for putting them on TV. I think he paraded I them, guess. and I agree with you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Are we going to fight? <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. I'm not. I'm just saying. I, yeah, it's, it was very Go ahead. much parading bullshit. Yeah, he paraded people who looked weird, too, who had yeah. deformities. Exactly. South Park has an episode about it. <laughs> God damn it. It always <laughs> comes back to South Park. <laughs> this is how I learned about life. <laughs> That's it. I don't know what to tell you people. <sighs> so Amanda Berry, 10 years a slave, kidnapped, held in a home, watching Montel Williams. And Montel's, uh, one of his regular uh, guests was Sylvia Brown, one of the psychics you mentioned. If you don't know Sylvia Brown, let me do an imitation. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, hi, Sylvia. Uh, we don't know what happened to our daughter. And we really need your help. Not to make fun of these victims. And then Sylvia, she was shot. <laughs> that's literally <laughs> that's her and montel would be like circumstances surrounding her death and then these poor people she uh just collapsed in her room and the autopsy <laughs> couldn't figure out what happened it was something with a chest something hit a chest montel wait a minute ago she was shot right right well it was in a, in a chest i don't care yeah whatever anyway so she's watching sylvia brown yeah and amanda berry in a desperate state Amanda vulnerable Berry. state amanda yeah. berry what did i say amanda I, I thought you were gonna say her mother can i do the show i guess <laughs> amanda berry in a desperate shape shape state state, state. fuck sarah you threw me off <laughs> i'm sorry amanda berry is in a desperate state vulnerable yes thank you watching montel and sylvia brown and she thinks to herself I wish my mom would go on this show so she could know I'm alive and be, you know, have hope and maybe find me. I wish you'd go on the show and find me. Yeah. Sylvia Brown would just tell her where I'm at. Yeah. Well, fuck me if her mom doesn't go on that show and fuck me if Amanda Berry doesn't see it and fuck you if you think it's turning out to be a good story. It's not. No. Amanda Berry goes on the show. Sylvia Brown tells her mom that she's dead. Amanda, and Amanda Berry is on the show. Amanda's very mom goes on the show and Sylvia Brown tells the mom Amanda's dead. And yeah. Amanda Berry, this has really happened. Yeah. In her kidnapper's house, watching TV. Her own mother. Watching her mother process the information that her daughter is dead. Can yeah. you imagine you have the tiniest bit of hope that you're going to get out of this house? Yeah. So it's fucked up, psychics. Is the point of the story. You want to know Amanda what's even Berry worse? Actually escaped. Go well, ahead. You know, Amanda Berry's mom died two years later, believing that her daughter was dead. I didn't know that. Now I just want to fucking yeah. throw Sylvia Brown off one of her Sylvia Brown cruises. Doesn't that just fucking like kill you? Yeah. So that's, irre mm. that's irreversible permanent damage. Yeah. Didn't know her daughter was alive. Yeah. What a downer. Thanks, Sarah. Sorry. Jesus Christ. I know. Oh, I hate Sylvia Brown. Yeah, she's dead now. She didn't foresee that coming. <laughs> so. Yeah, no shit. And just so you know, it doesn't stop there. Psychics want to exploit you for every dollar you have. Yeah. And giving you bullshit readings isn't cutting it anymore. So they're going to sell you all kinds of shit. Mm -hmm. Crystals, cards. How you can do this at home. Books. Yep. 
fucking meteorites. Yeah. Well, meteorites. Because <laughs> <laughs> I bought one once at a new age store and I feel taken oh, advantage like of. a little piece. I just thought it was cool because it was felt from a fucking meteor. <laughs> I read all of the shit about it. It'll do this. It'll do that. I was like, bitch, I don't care. It's fucking, it came from space and yeah. landed on earth. I want to have this in my house. That's what I'm saying. Why can't they just be cool and pretty? That's why I went to a new age store because I realized you can buy a piece of a meteorite. I was interested in space. Yeah. Right. And I couldn't find any. And I'm like, wonder if a new age store would have it. I asked them and they did it. I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. And there was some douche doing an angel card reading and he was like, mm-hmm. No, I'll do it for free so everybody else can see it. Okay. I'll totally do it for free. And he said, you'd be really good at this. And I was really young and impressionable. And I knew I'd be good at it because he sucked at it. (laughs) When I'm thinking, you're an idiot. Right. Right? So while you might think I'm this perfect skeptic, I'm not. No. And in fact, I purchased an angel card deck and i practiced with it and not once did i believe it but i liked that i could read the cards and read people and tell people things i thought i was helping i was really young and stupid okay yeah and so i put it on ebay i charged for readings and i had three readings before i was physically sick with myself and it was that third reading the first two were just here's a couple of bucks what do you got and say nothing Here's your stuff. Five stars. Thanks. It was fun. Right? No harm. No. Then my third person sends me a fucking page and a half. She's an older lady. She's widowed. She's got real life questions. I refunded her money and I told her, long story short, I told her, I don't think this is where you should be. Yeah. Looking for, you don't know me. You don't know any of these people. And what you, what you have is, is serious. It's important. You're vulnerable and, and you obviously need some answers. And I just, I I don't want you going somewhere, taking any answer, get a real answer, not one for a weekend, get a real answer that'll help you. And I took it down and I threw those cards away and I never ever did it again. Good. Right. Yeah. 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 But nobody, people who are actively doing this now didn't have that moment. So Mm-mm. But they had a moment where they had someone vulnerable and they deemed themselves qualified to help them Yep, because they can do cold reading because they think they have intuition. intuition. I think I'm good at that. That shit. was a word I read about a thousand fucking times over the past couple days. And I'm so goddamn sick of it. Sick I think I know you pretty well, but if something really, really big happened, when big things happen or big things, decisions need to be made between the two of us, like not an equal decision. Like I need to make a big, big one yeah. or you do. Yeah. You're just supportive, understanding, and you look at all the options. Right. Right. Here's the thing is that intuition is such a fucking vague statement. I can have intuition about anything I fucking want. It doesn't mean anything. I know. Intuition basically correlates to confirmation bias to coincidence yeah i mean that's all intuition really is coincidence can you imagine you have a big life decision and i tell you what my intuition says and then that's what you did you do (laughs) and some people would argue 
well, then it's on the individual. Bitch, is it? If they're fucking gullible and vulnerable and you know that, I wasn't gullible and vulnerable when I got that person's request and they had all, they laid out their life. Yeah. They were. So yeah. am I not, the res- is not my responsibility as a fucking adult human being capable of basic critical thinking to not take advantage of this person, even if I think arbitrarily that I might be able to give her good advice, right? right? Yeah, my good I advice agree. was, I'm not a good source for good advice. I don't know you. Yeah. Find someone that you, that you can love and care about or find a professional who you can see regularly who yeah. can help you through this. But it, the answer isn't in this deck of cards. No. On eBay. No. Although I do love the aesthetic of tarot cards. Yeah, they're very pretty. You're <laughs> very pretty. I'm Sarah and I'm a sucker. <laughs> and, and that's another thing, the money. Mm-hmm. These people aren't rich. No. They're desperate. Yes. You'll spend any amount of money to do anything for a loved one that's past or is missing or to get your fucking life together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, that's why I think the the parents and loved ones of missing children that just get inundated with this fucking bullshit stresses me out so much because who is a more vulnerable, desperate person than a parent with a missing child? Is there, is there a more desperate person than that? Equally desperate. Someone who's lost a child. Yeah. Desperate for a final message or something. Yeah. Yeah. These people are dicks. That. I didn't have that. Well, what if you believed in it? Yeah. You wouldn't just ignore that. I mean, perhaps if I was a religious person. Yeah, that, what if you believed that could have helped, you know, steer me in, in that media? direction. What if you believed in mediums? Right. No, I, that's what I'm saying is I have being someone who has lost a child, I understand that desperation for an answer. Now, I, I didn't take it as far as as wanting anything from a, a medium or a psychic or anything like that. That wasn't something that I personally wanted, but I still had that same level of desperation for wanting wanting answers, wanting right. some sort of connection. Right. So I, I can, that's why I hesitate to call all people who engage in this type of activity. They're not all stupid. I know. They're not all idiots. They're not all just, you know, dumbasses being taken hand over fist and all with all their money. They're just vulnerable. Most of them are just vulnerable and desperate and grieving and, wanting answers wanting more than the information they have in front of them so we talked about this before this very specific topic in Mm -hmm. regards to you and you were significantly more vulnerable at the time Mm -hmm. and i remember us just talking about it trying to get somewhere okay and i remember the conversation went somewhere along the lines of you know yeah, I can, we can understand that desperation and going for it. But once you go for it and you hear something, how can you unhear it? Yeah. And, you, and you're just, just some asshole strangers just telling you some arbitrary statement. I think that was what, because I'm not saying I never thought about it. Right. I lived in a town at the time when I lost my daughter that had probably 12 different fucking 
psychic stores. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could have gone into any of them. I was in a very manic, desperate episode. Um, but it was that. It was that how dare someone I don't know, doesn't know me, and who never knew my daughter, how dare they get to speak as though they are my daughter? How dare they be the one that gets Mm -hmm. to talk to her? Mm -hmm. How dare they? Mm -hmm. And it just wasn't something I could commit myself to to believing in. And I'm I'm happy for that because I do believe 100% it would have done far more damage than good. That's right. And that would be a memory that you'd have. That That memory would be included of your real memories of your daughter. Absolutely. And it shouldn't be. No. It, 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 because the fact of the matter is, if, it's, if, it's, if it was real, we would know by now. It would be able to be proven. It would be able to be reproduced. Yes. Not 100% of the time. I would fucking take 80%. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something. But it's, it can't be. And it's just, you know what I mean? It's just, don't do it. I don't think people should do it. I think, I think it's a step above where you just say understanding it and saying to each their own. But I really, really would caution people like that because it really does become a part of those memories. Yeah. That person with that loved one. And I think that's mostly for the people that say things like, well, what could it hurt? Well, you don't know what it could hurt until it actually hurts. You don't, you don't know. Um, The closest thing that I have to this, um, and it's a little off topic, not really. Uh, shortly after my daughter passed away, I was in a park, uh, reading by myself, crying, and I had two younger men approach me in suits and ties and sit down next to me in the park and, uh, ask me if I was okay and if I needed anything. I said, no, I was fine. Thank you for checking on me. I mean, I was in like a kind of secluded area of the park, so it probably was weird <laughs> to see a young girl sitting in the grass weeping as she reads a book. Um, so it was nice of them to sit and uh, ask if I was okay. Uh, they were uh, LDS Mormon missionaries. They promptly told me and handed me a pamphlet um, and asked me if there was anything they, that they could do for me. Uh in a state of a lot of anger and resentment i said my fucking daughter just died what could you possibly do for me what could you possibly have to say say to me and they proceeded a very scripted as if it was scripted for people with my exact response i had given them um, of how my daughter had, uh, most likely been saved, um, and that I could be saved with her so that I could then see her again. Yeah. Um, I think that is the closest I have gotten to psychics, uh, which I could draw a lot of parallels between the psychics and the religious, but that's for another episode. For preying on um, people? Yeah. Desperate for something. Yes. And um, that is a memory that I don't ever get to have 
go away. Right. That feeling of somebody like, how fucking dare you? Right. How dare you tell me where my daughter could be? I didn't fucking ask you. Right. I didn't ask you where she is. I asked, what could you possibly do? What could you do for me? It's a rhetorical question too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was very obviously not wanting to engage in this conversation. (laughs) You know, it's not like I was like, well, let me tell you about my week. You know, it was very much like, I do not want to be in this conversation right now. Um, And I will tell you that losing a child puts you in the fucking forefront for predatory behavior. Um, and, and I would assume losing anybody, losing any loved one puts you right at that forefront. You are a a vulnerable victim ready to be, you know, milked for some money or some, something, you know, brought into some sort of organization or something because you are desperate and you're sad and you're confused and, or you're like me and you're very manic and resentful and, going through a lot of emotions. And so I can't say a hundred percent that if someone came to me and said, I can tell you this, this, and this about your daughter that I wouldn't have said, all right, just tell me. I think thankfully that that didn't happen. Right. You know, because now, like I said, I do believe a hundred percent that would have done more damage than good. What those missionaries told me 100% did more damage than good for me in that moment. Yeah. They are not therapists. They are not people that should be consulting you in your time of grief. They're not people that should be consoling you in your time of grief. This goes for psychics, mediums, clairvoyants. They don't care about your grief. They don't care about what they're going about what you're going through. Even if they themselves believe 100% in what they are doing, they care about how special it makes them feel to tell you things you want to hear. It is never about you. And the rest is never about you. Yeah. The rest is truly self-deception. Yes. Where they think they're helping you because of that. They really believe that they are that special, that they can tell you these things. You don't think that fucking feels good? Think that feels good that you are this special person that can tell people these things they so badly (laughs) want to hear? Right fuck them fuck them is right mm. i think people uh mm. i'm sorry this is a little you know how people that i meant for it to get no listen you know how when someone tells you like some heavy stuff that you care about mm-hmm. and if you, you you feel useless because there's nothing you can say right we don't know how to deal with nothing no we certainly don't <laughs> right i don't and i have gotten good at it listen because i love you right and and i i don't i don't i don't reach for some fucking uplifting quote when you're got some heavy stuff yeah i just say i got nothing but what i I, right but what i what i what you've always had it with me is you're not alone and it hurts me it hurts me too yeah you know what i mean i wish i knew what the right thing to say was i wish i knew how i could help you through this but i don't right but i'm here Right. But I, I think you, that I'm here. the same way as the person who's trying to help someone doesn't like that they don't have anything to say. Yeah. That when you're going through it, you don't like that the world 
has nothing to account for. There's no reconciling something so terrible and sudden. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be terrible or sudden. It could just, you know, they could be 80. Yeah. And you lose somebody. It's all, there's, you know, there's no real reconciliation that we know of. Yeah. Concretely. Right? So hence religion mm-hmm. and spirituality and crystals and mediums and psychics and all these people who are just going to desperately answer a question without evidence. Yeah. Because we're so desperate for an answer that we just can't carry on knowing that there isn't one, I guess. Right. Some people learn how to carry on because they realize that is an answer, that there isn't one right now. That's an answer. There just isn't one. Yeah. And life is bullshit. (laughs) What do you want? Life is, it's unfair and cruel and, and it doesn't have to just be that every day. Well, I think one of my biggest things that I've learned over the past couple of years, and you'll hear me say it a lot, is that we as human beings have to learn how to sit in uncomfortability. Yeah. Have to learn how to be uncomfortable. One of the best things I ever saw you share about it was um, that people try to learn how to get over it and they don't realize they need to learn to live with it. Yeah. There's no getting over it. You just learn to, it just becomes a part of who you are. If you're a widow, whatever it is, mm. that's, just, that's just your life now. Right. Not, in a, not in a non-empathetic way. Not at all. It's just something that you learn to carry. Yeah. You, don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if yep. suddenly I had to carry a five-pound weight on my leg, I'm just going to have to do it, and my muscles are just going to have to get stronger to do it, to support it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And on days where it's hard, that's why you got friends and family and things like that. Yep right and yourself that's why you have yourself yeah, yourself yeah yeah you have to learn how to be uncomfortable with your feelings with your emotions with the things that have happened to you it is uncomfortable and i'm not saying uncomfortable in just general uncomfortability I'm saying emotions are uncomfortable being sad and being desperate and being lonely those are uncomfortable feelings but right. they don't need to be auto- they cannot be automatically fixed. Yeah. You have to learn how to sit with those feelings and process those feelings. You have to process that uncomfortability. Now I'm not a fucking therapist, but I've done a lot of goddamn therapy and things do not just happen handing someone a hundred bucks and then telling you how to fix it. Right. And then telling you that your mom still loves you or that your daughter's talking to you or that it wasn't your fault this person died. That shit's not going to happen in $100 transaction. Yeah, it just like very microscopically gets, gets yes. better over time. Yes. It doesn't get it fixed. Never, it never gets better. You never get over it. It gets softer. Yeah, that's better. Is the best way that I it gets softer. can explain it. Sure, it gets softer. Grief, Manageable. we're never done grieving. Right. right. And that can be grieving anything, grieving a, the loss of a relationship or a friendship or a pet. or you know, It doesn't have to be as big as losing a child. Right. Um, it doesn't get better. It just gets softer. It gets, right. you've, you process it day by day and you hopefully have people around you to help you through that process. 
Um, we strongly recommend therapy on this podcast. <laughs> um, the therapist is going to help sponsor us. Healthy coping mechanisms, those healthy coping skills. And that grief and that sadness and that loneliness and that sense of longing. Well, it doesn't go away. It does get softer. And right. you don't have to fucking pay these people who think they're so fucking special that they're the only ones that get to talk to these people that loved you. Right. They loved you. They didn't love that psychic. They didn't love that clairvoyant or that medium. They loved you. But for some reason, this person is so fucking special. They're the ones that get to talk to them. Right. It's bullshit. You can talk to them anytime. You right. would know them anyway. You would. I feel like if I passed away, you would know every smart-ass response I'd have anyway. Right. You could write it up. And maybe because we're atheists, that makes us look at it differently. Maybe. I mean, obviously. Well. I, well, that's okay. Yeah. It just don't hurt anybody. Stop hurting people. <laughs> but it, it's hard because some things... I didn't realize easier. I was going to get so impassioned by this. I literally right. named this episode in my notes, Psychics and Other Idiots. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't realize that it would become something that I felt so personally attacked by. Well, because, listen, we're not insensitive. Right. We're not, psych we're not saying psychics and other idiots because we're insensitive. We're saying it because we're oversensitive to people and their vulnerabilities. And we can see what's happening. And yeah. because we can see it because we're not in that vulnerable state, we're out of it. We have it under control and manage. I think we have a responsibility to tell anybody who will listen yeah. that some things are just not okay and, then, and they cross the line. Right. Right? That's what I was going to say about like religion and shit. They are innately hurting people. For example... Religion strongly believes that they're saving your soul from eternal damnation. Mm -hmm. and, and so part of that is gay camps where they pray the gay away. Yeah. And the suicide rates are, listen to any fucking gay kid. They'll tell you. Yeah. Or look at the ones who have already died because they off themselves. You're helping? They die by suicide. They die by suicide. That's right. My bad. But, like, you're helping? Yeah. Well, that's what we were trying to do. They lost their, their battle or something stupid. No, dude. That yeah. was a direct result of, like, constant un uh, preaching that... Unwavering the, harassment. That you're going to go to hell. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That you're unworthy. And if you are somebody who thinks you're so goddamn special... <laughs> Listen, I know. I was at Radiant Church begging for the, not to be gay. And you feel like well, God doesn't listen. I can't. I'm just not capable of receiving it. And you know yeah. what? The, that's biblically correct. The Bible does say God has a list. Yeah. He knows who his people are and who aren't. And they're, they're predetermined. He's omni-something. Right? Omnipresent. Well, it's something. It's many things. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it even says that. So I could even, I, I could even say biblically speaking. Mm-hmm that there's a chance that I'm not one of them already. So why am I trying? You know right. what I mean? Or when I did try, I, why don't I just accept that answer? Yeah. And you feel like shit. 
and 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 it's 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 you know that's a that's a whole mental thing we we got to do an episode on that on the oh absolutely yeah all that bullshit um before we cut it cut it off you want to can we play some clips of psychic fails for sure yeah well let's make sure we can hear it can i tell you just a little bit about james randy no why good it'll be quick go just because he's like one of my favorite guys and i feel like he's like 90 years old right now he's probably gonna die soon so before he dies and everybody starts talking about him again you everybody should know who he is um he was known as the amazing randy uh please find the 2014 documentary an honest liar it's very good it's about his life um he was on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson like 32 times battling pseudo psychics like uh, Uri Geller and proving that anything he, they could do, he could do better <laughs> in a non uh, uh, parapsychology way. Yeah, you know I'm not I mean? a psychic. Non, a non paranormal way, he could do the same fucking things they were doing. Sure. Um, better. He's uh, now a retired Canadian American stage magician stage magician and a scientific skeptic who has challenged paranormal and pseudoscientific claims basically his entire career. Uh, he's the co-founder for the committee for skeptical inquiry and the founder of the James Randi educational foundation, whose purpose is to promote critical thinking and investigate claims of the paranormal pseudoscientific and supernatural. Uh, this foundation was the force behind the $1 million paranormal challenge where they stated they would pay out 1 million us dollars to anyone who could demonstrate a supernatural or paranormal ability under agreed upon scientific testing criteria, which is called a controlled environment. Yes. And, and both parties would agree to it and then they would go in. Um, this challenge went from 1964 to 2015 with over a thousand people applying to take the challenge and not a single fucking one being successful. Thank you. Uh, Randy himself has said that few unsuccessful applicants ever seriously consider that their failure to perform might be due to the non-existence of the power they believe they possess. Confirmation bias. Yep. Cognitive dissonance. Now, look it up. Let's get into some motherfucking clips. Okay. Some funny clips? Yes. Let me turn the gain up a little bit on this bad boy. You tell me if you can hear it. Okay. Because we know we fucked up our last clip. You don't have to keep telling us, you guys. Go on Instagram and do it. I lost my boyfriend tragically. Um, a few years well, let me explain. So this poor soul... Mm-hmm. As you just heard, lost her boyfriend tragically. Mm-hmm. She's on the Montel Williams show with none other than Sylvia Brown. Okay? Okay, we- make sure you put it right to the mic. I know what to do. I lost my boyfriend tragically um, a few years ago. They never found him. And I've had such a hard time since every day. The reason why you didn't find him is because he's in water. And find him in water. It's like the girl is missing in Aruba. You can't find somebody. Well, it was September 11th. There was no. He was a fireman, but there was no- he was in water. This bitch. Water. So she's oh. gonna. So hold on. 
So another thing we noticed with psychics is they they are good at what you said, deflecting and covering up their changing direction. So let's hear how she fixes this because he's a firefighter on 9-11 and he's in water. Right. That's how he died. Mm -hmm. Let's see how she fixes it. See, I keep seeing him in water. She argues with her. (laughs) So far, she argued and it was awkward silence. The woman's just staring at her like... Everyone's just staring at everybody at this point. What's really happening is Sylvia Brown is going fucking nuts in her little brain how she's going to get out of it yeah and here's here's what she could a psychic medium who's talking to her dead husband this is the best she can come up with is there any way he could have drowned in water some way they never found a piece of him nothing from 9-11 even montel thank you montel (laughs) sylvia from (laughs) 9-11 sylvia sylvia you know what 9-11 is right from 9-11 psychic bitch (laughs) let me keep playing this cringeworthy fucking clip because he he says he couldn't breathe and he was filled with water (sighs) well if they were trying to put the fire out montel they could you know (laughs) yeah yeah the water out montel (laughs) they're trying to put the fire out montel (laughs) well yeah i mean yeah he just he just drowned in his by the way, I feel bad for this. I'm laughing, but I'm also very sensitive to the fact that this woman just got fucked. No, and we're laughing at vulnerable says how ridiculous Sylvia Brown is. I That's hope right. this woman had, you know, a good support system that could fucking hug her after this massacre out there and tell her this bitch. Yeah, this bitch has no right. Right. And no one blames you for being vulnerable. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. And wanting answers that you just right. couldn't get with science and we just his body was lost in right. the in the tragedy like many were right. so this next one is pretty cool uh <laughs> this chick who's who's very professional appearing i've i'm i'm spoken for now <laughs> i oh, just realized okay. okay very professional appearing okay older lady mm-hmm. uh, late 20s early 30s older lady in her late 20s listen I'm specifying that because she's holding a picture of a child. Okay. She's holding a picture of a child that this psychic made a psychic prediction about. And, and, then, and it's an interview. This is a journalist who's talking. Oh, God. I think she's a journalist, it. but she's talking to a psychic. Okay. So just listen to this. Okay. A psychic detective to help solve a missing persons case. Posing as the distraught brother of a missing child. Oh, wait, hold on. This is the same. Okay. So they set up this woman, but hold on. I want to show you something. I fucked it up. I'm so sorry. Here we go. Here we go. So they show her missing girl, and then she says that the missing girl was kidnapped or something like that, right? She soon began talking about a recent case, but clearly her psychic abilities didn't tell her that I was the girl in the picture. <laughs> she doesn't know that. As I always make sure people know that if I feel the person is living or not. So you'll always know when you talk to a family member, when you start a case, you'll know if this person is dead or alive. And that's the point is that every time. Yes. But apparently her psychic abilities didn't see this coming. Lori, I'm going to show you something. Okay. So she's showing her the photo of the girl. Yes. Does this girl look familiar to you? Yes, she does. I work this case. This is a girl who you said was beaten, 
and killed. Okay. This little girl is me. And you told somebody that she's dead. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, you missed it. God damn it, Sarah. I'm sorry. God, yeah, it's I. It's too good. It's too good, the wait a minute part. Listen, it gets better though. Shush, 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 shush. She's dead. Wait a minute. You didn't disappear? I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> and she like puts her arms up. I'm right here. <laughs> wait a minute. You didn't disappear? <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> Listen, I get it right every time, like percent uh, of the time. Wasn't that great? Ugh. How good they got her. These people, Vanessa. You I started any? this with a very open mind. I'm ending it hating these people. <laughs> like, you want to hear the one I told you about with the sh she was shot? Yeah. You want to see how good my my yes. impression is? Yes. Let me see. Hold on. Michael letter Michelle was 17 years old. Um, she'll be gone five years, the 21st of this year. Uh, Sylvia, I don't know how she died. Please, if you can, how did she die? She was shot. Circumstances around her death? She just collapsed in her room. I don't know, but something looks like, because it looks like a, a They found nothing on the orchard. Well, the music's ridiculous, <laughs> but Sylvia goes, "Well, I don't know, but yeah, well, I don't know." Something hit her in the chest, and then they like, and then they just take that and run with it. Like, did she play any sports? Like Montel's desperately trying to save Sylvia Brown. Did she play any sports? And or like, why? Hit her in the That's chest? another one of my questions. Like, why did he try so desperately to have her back? Yeah, I'd be like, "This is your mess." Yeah, like, figure your way out of this. Clean your own damn mess. Right. Part of it. Mm. Oh, aren't they frustrating? Exhausting. <laughs> you don't want any more clips, I guess. I'm exhausted. All right, that's fine. By all I have it. some more, but okay. Unless you have a good one. Yeah, a good one. I have a pretty good one. Do you know John Edwards? Oh, yes. We got to play a John Edwards one. It's not necessarily a fail as much as it is like he's kind of a dick. Ooh. Um, it's a clip from last week tonight. John Oliver did an episode on psychics and it was really good. Okay. I don't think we can play a last week tonight clip. Well, let's do it anyway. We're not going to get striked. Here's John Edward in Huntington, Long Island, a town where nearly one in five residents are of Irish ancestry. Is there a Brian Flanagan or O'Flynn or, or O'Sullivan or O'Reilly or some type of... Who's past? <laughs> Who's past? Oh, something Flanagan, Sullivan, something like that. What are you doing? <laughs> oh my god! So, uh, so eventually he he finds somebody, of course, because like course. John said, they're in a predominantly Irish, you know, town. Uh huh. And he starts talking to somebody, uh, you know, whatever lady stood up and said, "What? We, Brian? What is he saying? Brian? Oh, Flanagan. Brian was somebody. So then he starts communicating with Brian. Okay. About you know, uh, cold reading, basically. Yes. Yes. He's, he's just shotgunning it and he's trying to trying to get any kind of a hit on it. All right. Um, and it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> Hold on, let me find it. Oh, 
What's right here? Sorry. It's bad because he becomes a dick with the people because they're calling him out, basically. Feeling of not liking the older female, like not liking the mother figure. So if you tell me that you didn't like your his father's mother, then I would understand that. She's shaking her head no. You got the wrong Brian. Then. You got the wrong Brian. I don't think I do. <laughs> I don't think I do. I just want to be really clear because I can't tell you what you want to hear. I can only tell you what they're showing me. And if he's calling your mother a bitch, I'm going to pass it on. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. The audacity. Thank you. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. That's a great episode, by the way. Just YouTube it. Last week tonight, psychic. I, John uh, John Edwards must be like, like losing his cold reading skills. You know what I mean? I he feel got like pissed. I feel like they usually keep it together pretty well, and he, that would be a point where you would misdirect. She's like, he got the wrong Brian. Yeah, you would think you I do. Go in a different direction, right? Yeah. But no, he just doubles down. Yeah, triples down. Listen, I can't tell you what you want to hear. If he says your mom's a bitch, then your mom's I'm going to tell you. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> now your husband, who you thought loved your mother. <laughs> Do you see how fucked up it is? I know. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. South Park had an episode about him, and they named him the biggest douche in the universe. You know, I used to watch his show when I was little. I loved it. Crossing over with John Edward. Yeah, yeah. And you know how they, remember how they introduced him? Mm. It was all dramatic, melodramatic. Oh, yeah. Okay, so on South Park, every time he comes out, like if he's in his house, you go to his house and uh -huh. he, and you, his butler goes to get him and he comes from the hallway into the living room to see you. The butler <laughs> presses a button on the wall and it goes, ladies and gentlemen, John Edwards. And then everybody claps and he walks in. It's Thank always you. It's like real light clapping too. Yeah, like you're gonna, clapping. You're gonna scare the ghosts. <laughs> yeah, and he walks out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> every time he walks into a room, ladies and gentlemen, John Edwards. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways. I think we've well, proven our week, point. Uh, is our Easter episode? No, don't tell them what it is. We already told them. Have the psychics tell us what it's about. Well, now they know. We already told them on the last episode. The hot reading. Is it Easter already? Are you sure? Uh, yes. Our n no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, next Monday, the day after Easter, will be right. our Easter episode. It'll be dropping on Easter Monday. This podcast sounds exhausting. Ruins Easter. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. What are we doing it on? Um, Religion? Kind of. Like what Easter is, how it came to be. Like oh. all of your traditions are not Christian. Oh, like the bunny and stuff? Stole them all from the pagans. And the eggs and stuff? Mm -hmm. Same thing with Christmas. Are we going to do that on Christmas? Oh, yes. Oh this God. podcast sounds exhausting. Ruins baby Jesus. This will be our holiday <laughs> specials. Ruins baby I Jesus. Think, I think we're gonna. Easter has nothing to do with baby Jesus. Christmas. Are we gonna do a Christmas? Oh. Episode? Why are you arguing with me? <laughs> I I I will argue anything with you. I don't give a shit. I love it. Let's fight. <laughs> yeah, let's have a fighting episode. Mm, all right, so reference photos uh, for this episode will be uh, at TPSE Podcast on Instagram. What are the photos going to be of? All these dumbass psychics. Why are we doing that? Because I want you to see how their stupid faces. Okay. And then you're going to get to see the amazing Randy, and I love him. Okay, we like him. Yeah. Okay, and then apparently we're going to talk about Easter. 
I don't know if it'll be a full episode about Easter, but I do want to touch on. Uh... Can I just be the smart ass the whole time? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we say this every time. You can find us on basically everything right now. We're still working on, uh, what are we working on? Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. I guess. Everything else. You can get us on Google Podcasts itunes which is apple podcasts i guess podbean anchor etc yeah and then we also have a youtube tpse podcast you can listen to us on there and our facebook this podcast sounds exhausting what are we gonna do for the episode that drops while we're out on the cruise i don't know back to back i was thinking we could try and find some cruise murders why the fuck would we do that? And do that for when we're on the cruise. What do you got planned? <laughs> Email me at this podcast sounds exhausting. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> you are cutting that out. Oh, I'm not allowed to say the word. Jerk. Cutting that out. All right. All right. Stop listening. We'll see you next time. I mean, thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.